Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us pray. Run on muck. This is what he does. All right, all right, all right, all right. How y'all doing out there, family? How are y'all doing out there? Welcome in one more time to Culture Freedom Radio Network, brought to you right here by blogtalkradio.com. Yeah, man, we in the house. We in the house. We in the house right here on this magnificent Thursday, man. This is July. No, hell, my bad, y'all. This is, hell, what is goddamn this month? See, I don't even know. This is June the 25th. (laughs) See, yeah, the 25th, 2020. So I'm so damn discombobulated, I don't even know what time of the month or the year it is. I guess it's irrelevant, hell. I guess it don't give a goddamn because everything seems to be the same no matter what time of the year. It's bull shiggity all year round. Like I said, one more time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Hey, man, hosted by your brothers, none other than Brother Sunray Nine and Brother Eric in the house. Brother, big Brother Eric, man, y'all, you know, back in his house right here doing our thing. And we have to let y'all know uh, as well, there are show uh, changes. So now we will be doing the show every Thursday night um, or evening to some of y'all out there. Uh, be coming on every Thursday now on a weekly basis. Uh, what is it, 6 o'clock Central Time? And uh, what seven Eastern time? And uh, hell, I hope I get this one right. It's four o'clock Pacific, brother Erica. Correct me on that one, y'all. I think it's Pacific. I ain't said Pacific in so long. Hell, I guess it's Pacific, but I know it's four o'clock. It's six six o'clock Central, seven o'clock Eastern. I think it's four o'clock uh, Pacific time, y'all. I ain't you know y'all got it. But y'all get it. So we on, on every Thursday. So that's what it is like there. And like I said, don't forget to follow the shows right there on all of the the various uh, uh, podcasting sites, Apple iTunes, and also we have it ready back on there. It's updated on TuneIn Radio. You can also follow the show right there on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Podbean. I tell y'all what I said all the time, man. Hey, y'all want to find the show? Man, just Google Culture Freedom Radio Network, goddammit, because we all over the place. Yes, indeed, we are. Man, just do that. Tell a favor to make it easy. And also, family, don't do do your brothers a favor, man, and if you can, share the shows throughout the various social media outlets. If we say something that motivated and we say something that inspire you and you think that somebody else need to hear it, hey, man, do us a favor and share the show. Uh, yes, indeed. We are greatly appreciated. But tonight right here, man, um, we got tonight, man, we talked about whew, when will we truly receive freedom, justice, and equality in America? That can be, you know, that title can go. It could be when will we or if we will. Yeah. When will we truly receive or if y'all got that man. Y'all don't know how y'all can fix that title. It could be either way. You know, when will we truly receive freedom, justice, and equality in America? Now, on one part, let me let me straighten that equality thing out. Because, see, that right there right now, that word equality. Now, I'm going to give y'all the quality we're talking. We're not talking about this 
sexual quality. We got to make sure we clear on this one right here because that's this thing going on now, this sexual uh, agenda revolution thing going on right now. So when we talk about the quality act, we ain't talking about that equality act that the LGBT and BLM them uh, here talking about. We ain't talking about that goddamn equality. No, sir, no, ma'am. So let's get that understood off the top. That ain't the quality we're talking about. We'll get into that as we go out, proceed throughout the show. But will we receive what they call freedom, justice, and equality here in America? Justice, I just threw out some right fast on the justice because I got to have, you know, we got to have some kind of national music. And I'd like the national anthem. You know, Coach of Freedom always got to open up with a song. A two before we get in here. Well, not a two, but one before we get in here. But the, even with the thing justice, you know, we say, and we know it's like just them, but even with the thing justice, just say if a brother or a sister went out and, um, you know, they were murdered at the hands of a, of the so-called European or Caucasian, right? And just like when if, if a black person or a so-called black person, a melanated brother, kill or do some kind of crime to a Caucasian, we know they would throw the book at your ass. They will hide you. Yeah, they will hide your ass. So, but justice is, so we want the same thing. So when one of them do something to us, or our or one of our relatives, we want that same justice. The same sentencing law should apply to them as it does to us. If the white boy get caught with, and I'm not trying to justify nobody selling no drugs, but we we know there's some injustice in that. When that damn white boy or Caucasian get caught with a, a, a powder, a you know, um, a package of powder, a $20 bag or whatever in his goddamn pocket, and they just spank him on the hand and say, go on about your goddamn business. You know, they don't lock him up. Don't give him probation or nothing. Or may just give him diversion. Well, you know, it should be the same thing happen with our brothers. Instead of them uh, getting thrown in the pre- in prison for the same little baggie, a $20 bag, they get a brother 15 goddamn years in jail. So, you know, that's what we talk about, justice and things of this nature. Hey, man, equal playing field. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Because if we're supposed to be citizens in America, as they tell us we are, we taxpayers, they take our goddamn taxes. So we're supposed to be – so we, we should be somewhat even Stephen. Right. When it come down to thing, freedom, we should both have the freedom to go wherever we want to in America without being pulled over and harassed just because our ethnicity, our so-called skin color. We should not be pulled over and thrown upside the goddamn wall. Where you going, boy? You know, because of that. Look, if you don't do that goddamn other. Let me slow down. I ain't going to say what I was finna say. But if you don't do that, the Caucasian, that European dude the same goddamn way because he walking around in places he damn near shouldn't have no business. Y'all don't harass them because y'all see him. You shouldn't do us the same way. We should be freedom to have the freedom to go where we want to. So we'll get into a lot of this here. But I just want to throw this in there. I'm going to get my brother in here. I want to just open up with this song, man. I heard this song. Y'all heard this song by her. And I guess this is they had a couple of these songs that's going around now about I can't breathe. I can breathe, y'all. I ain't gonna play that game because somebody just got killed and say I can't breathe. But one thing about we can say this system or whatever don't allow us to breathe freely. It's always something they're trying to uh, put a chokehold on us about. You know, whether it's a financial chokehold, whether it's um, shit system. Injustice chokehold. It, it, it's some kind of way they're trying to choke us the hell out. You know what I mean? 
keep us broke, poor, and disgusted around here in, in America. But I want to play this song, and we're going to get into the topic of the night right here and Culture Freedom Radio. But I said that's tonight where we kind of like throwing out here, man. When, when will, or if we will ever, man, truly receive freedom, justice, and equality? Hmm, that's something to think about. We're going to get into a lot of more here tonight as we get this show on the ball. Let's let hear some her, man. I can't breathe. Resulting in your ignorant, privileged eyes. We 
breathe the same and we bleed the same, but still we don't see the same. Be thankful we are God-fearing because we do not seek revenge. We seek justice. We are past fear. We are fed up eating your shit because you think your so-called black friend validates your wokeness and erases your racism. That kind of uncomfortable conversation is too hard for your trust fund pockets to swallow. To swallow the strange fruit hanging from my family tree because of your audacity to say all men are created equal in the eyes of God but disparage a man based on the color of his skin. Do not say you do not see color. When you see us, see us. We can't breathe. Now we can't breathe. All right, y'all. We get here. I got to get this. I'm in here, man. I'm gonna throw one more thing here, and uh, I gotta bring my brother in the house. I wanna read two books, right? I mean, not two books, but two things right here coming from out of two books, right? Fast, but there we, uh, uh, here's one right here, man. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Man, his book. Where do we go from here, man? Chaos or community? Dr. King says in this particular book right here, there's a page uh, that he has talking about where do we go from here. He said, second, black power in his broad and positive meaning it is the call to black people to amass the political and economic strength to achieve their legitimate goals no one can deny that the negro in his dire need of now excuse me let me go back no one can deny that the negro is in dire need of this kind of legitimate power indeed one of the great problems that the negro confront is his lack of Power. And let's go right here with another one right here, man. This is um, from the Valley of the Dry Bones, the condition that faced black people in America by Rudolph R. Windsor. Here's what the brother said here. He says, after the black man has been torn away from the umbilical cord of Mother Africa, brought to America and divested of his true history, culture, language and some black leaders directed and steered the black masses toward the road of assimilation and a stream integration in every hostile aspect of American life. Rather than directing the black people to construct their own thriving communities and businesses. Right there, man. I'm telling y'all from the Valley of the Dry Bones. And I'll be coming back into some of those books a little bit later and chopping it up on some more stuff. There. But let's get it on like Soul Train, this topic tonight, man. Will we ever, y'all, truly receive what they call freedom, justice, and equality up in this place they call North America? So Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the wilderness of North America. Would it ever be achieved, y'all? Would it ever be achieved for the black man and woman here in America? Oh, you ain't got to the other part yet. Uh, yeah, peace to you, brother Eric. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, my okay, bad, bro. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. You thank you. I just opened you up. Yes, sir. I can hear you. Okay, put me on mute for for a minute. Okay, my just tap the one. Brother. Just tap the one so I can know when you're ready, then, brother. I got you. All right. All right. All right. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Gonna get little brother Eric good time. My bad. My bad. Oh, there we go. All right. Um. Now, now, someone I want to throw out here right fast, y'all. I'll try to warm it up in here, y'all. Um, 
Because what are we talking about true? When I mean, because I had to throw this in here. When I mean about, because some of y'all probably say, well, Summary, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't dig what you're saying, brother. What do you mean true, receive, truly receive freedom, justice, and equality? We, we, we got it, brother. What are, you, what are you talking about? We're not on a plantation anymore, brother. We don't, we don't walk around with chains uh, on our wrist and on our hands anymore. Summary, what are you, what are, what are you talking about, brother? We, we ride around now in expensive cars. Some of us, we can afford expensive cars. Hey, man, we can, we can go to Paris, Paris, and we can go to all over the world and, uh, uh, you know, different places, man. What are, what are you talking about, Sunray? Hell, some of us, brother Sunray, we, look, we, we could even sleep with white girls now, Sunray. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, that's the, See, that's your goddamn problem right there. But I diverge from that. I diverge from that right there. But what are you talking about, Sunray? We, we free, brother. What you, see, you're stuck in the past, man. Come on, Sunray. You got to get up off of that. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that. Because if we're truly free, why are we saying and still doing the thing? We're still hollering, hands up, don't shoot. We're still hollering for justice reform. We're still hollering for a lot of the things. Y'all know what they, what's being said today. And it's like even when they, we look at police and see videos with police, uh, Caucasian or European police pulling over another European and the, the, that European they pull over might beat the hell out the police with the billy club or even take his taser and tase the hell out of him and, and, and he don't get shot and killed. Well, we say, oh, man, see that? There had been a brother. Oh, he'd be, he'd be dead, dead, dead. They'd have shot him. So we still having these type of things. Even with that, there's no equality. You're right. That brother be dead, dead, dead. So what are we looking at today? Because like, I'll go back to Rudolph Windsor's book. And what we're saying, see, we have this false, this illusionary, right? Freedom. Thing of freedom. I remember Dr. York hearing, Dr. York was talking in the class. He was talking about the moon and how the moon doesn't have any light of his own, meaning the light that we see from on the moon is a reflecting a reflection of the light that comes from the sun. The, and so it perceived that the moon has his own light, what he called illusionary light. I, I remember hearing a class like that. So what we have today and been having is illusionary freedom. That's what it is. We've been having illusionary freedom. And I remember Brother Malcolm, and I know he got it from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the teaching of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It says that, and y'all heard me say that, but the other elders have been saying it. If a man put a knife, if you have a knife in your back, nine inches, and somebody might pull it out two inches, and you say, well, that's progress. No, that's not goddamn progress. You still have the knife in your back. Just because they so-called emancipated our ancestors a long time ago, we still have that knife. That was that inch, two inches, maybe three inches been pulled out. But they still went through Jim Crow. They still went through other um, methods of, of, you know, them trying to hold us back. Even when they said that we're free, sharecropping, kept the brothers and sisters broke. Oh, you free? Okay, you know, it's a lot of things. So even in today's society, we can somewhat maneuver in America as long as we do it their way. Even when you go, I've seen some earlier, what I mean by their way. See, I've seen something earlier. They was talking about somebody couldn't graduate because they had to cut their, 
their dreads or their braids off. It wasn't dreads. It was their braids off. A student couldn't break. Because, you know, that's our culture. And just like, again, going back in the Bible, man, with uh, uh, Samson, got to cut your hair off. It's just cutting your power. See, we can't even. Now, we had a bob, old goddamn bob cut or look like a European hairstyle or whatever. Fine. You can do that. But anything that relates back to our cultural ways, uh-uh, can't do that. You have to have it, this goddamn Greco-Roman uh, hairstyle, Babylonian. You got to do it like Babylon do. What they mean? When you're in Rome, you do as the Babylonians do. So when we're in America, we have to do as the Americans do. Yeah, you can thrive all you want to in America. You can be successful as long as you follow our guidelines that our ancestors came over here and established. Yeah, I, the, the guidelines, yeah. I, I, I know, I know they took the land from the native. I, I don't, don't, I, we don't want to talk about that right now. That's irrelevant. Yeah, those guidelines that once we stole the land, our ancestors, once they stole the land, they established some new rules on this stolen land. And look, everybody has to follow the rules in this stolen land that we stole and we took. We ain't gonna worry about it stolen. Fuck that. We, you know, it's just ours now. We put the label on it. We took the damn. Um, you know, I don't know, y'all. I was gonna say something, but as Rudolph Winston said, man, again, because we even have in this illusionary freedom, we have had black leaders or black so-called elitists who play a intricate part. I'm trying to use some big words like Jesse Jackson, y'all. Who played a major part? And this illusionary freedom that we have, and I go back again. What, what, what I'm trying to get back into the part what he says. He says that he says black leaders directed and steered the black masses toward the road of assimilation and a stream integration of every hostile aspect of American life, rather than directing the black people to construct their own thriving community and businesses. See, this is the same thing today, like the Jesse Jacksons and the Al Shobdens and shit today. That's why you don't really have the, you you won't really, and I'm going to say we won't truly get the freedom, justice, and equality, whatever that may be, entailed to you. Because I don't know what your freedom may be. I don't know what your justice may look like. I don't know what your quality may be, how you evaluate quality. I know some things we like to say, we don't, we're not, we don't have the freedom, justice, and equality of, of let's say, uh, of jobs, uh, employment, uh, economics. And there's a lot of things where we're saying when they deal with their quality and things of this nature. Like I said, I'm not talking about we're not on here, culture freedom. Ain't dealing with your goddamn bedroom preference. Not that goddamn equality. We ain't deal with that shit over here. So I had to make that straight. But <laughs> let me see where I'm going. But I think, sisters and brothers, like we we have these leaders, man. Oh, that's where I'm going. I know I went. I jumped off. But we won't truly get the freedom, justice, and equality we have as long as we have those people as the spokesmodel who claiming that they're speaking on our behalf, fighting on our behalf for freedom, justice, and equality. They are not. These niggas are getting, excuse my French, y'all, but these Negroes are just fighting for their fucking paycheck. They're fighting for their freedom. They, they, they cool. So they'll play with this whole notion that I'm fighting on your behalf to get you free. But notice how long, sisters and brothers, we have supposed to have been free, and look what we still at. 
still at no uh, hands up, don't shoot. We're still protesting. We're still marching and shit talking about equality. They ain't treating us right. But we had all of them Negroes been there for over 50 some fucking years. Now we know since Dr. King been, you know, been assassinated. It's been over 50 some odd years and we still saying the same shit. The same old bullshit. Like Dr. King book says, where do we go from here? Chaos or community? We showing the fucking community. We got chaos. We got chaos. And I was listening to something earlier. There was talking about, there was Alex Jones for a matter of fact. Now here's the Caucasian, European. I'm a, I forgot Caucasian is really those who truly have blonde head, blue eyes, as they say. But here's the goddamn Caucasian. I mean, I see it fucked up again. A European. Alex Jones, he even had the notion to know better than this. He was talking about Black Lives Matter, the makeup of Black Lives Matter. He said black, the Black Lives Matter movement now is about damn near four to one. It's four whites to probably one so-called melanated brothers and sisters in Black Lives Matter. But they call it Black Lives Matter. He said, man, there's so many goddamn Europeans that's in that movement. It's ridiculous. And, and, and even, even Antifa, that I, would, I was intended to look that video up before I came on the air. But Antifa, y'all know Antifa, the ones who was really out there tearing up shit that had the mask on, the mask on and the shit throwing the bricks and, and really tearing up the shit out there. Like they really for George Floyd, they tired of the brutality that's happening with black folks. Yeah, that group interviewed it. Y'all can look it up, man, in your time. They pretend that they are a black organization. Not at all goddamn crackers. Excuse me, y'all. My bad. I'm slow down. Slow down. These are all Europeans. Group. Antifa. Now they probably got a little black folks in their mix now because, you know, we, we want to do everything with white folks now. But the Antifa, they pretend that they fighting on the behalf of Melanated brothers and sisters, which they sometimes call those African-Americans or whatever, you know, put y'all label on it. That, that's what they claim. So, uh, you know, all of these groups now, these so-called <laughs> Caucasian or, or damn stuck on Caucasian, the damn Europeans pretending that they are fighting for our behalf. Now they want to tell like they, they, they really sincere about caring about us, that they got to tear down all of these conf- statues, all of the, you know what, I, I, I want to get runchy, but I ain't going to try to do it. I'm trying to behave. behave. Y'all, lead them goddamn statues. This is my opinion. This ain't for nobody else. I said lead them goddamn statues up there. Sunray, you crazy as hell. What you, what you a clamming now, Sunray? Goddamn, you sympathizing with white statues? No, lead them motherfuckers up there. Because we need, and I'm going to say, I need them for a teaching tool. I can't see all of them. We need it for a teaching tool because I don't trust them motherfuckers. I need some evidence because, see, we take that shit down. See, now on our children later on when some of us gone and some of us, we might not, uh, what we said, have oral traditions. We might not pass the oral traditions and tell what happened while history because y'all know they changing the history books. So we might not be able to have it. So we got some. So some one of our children might be curious. Who? Who is that right there? Who, who is that? Oh, that's um, that's General Lee. General who? It's General Lee. Such and such and such. A, uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Who is Nathan Bedford Forrest? Well, you know he's 
in Tennessee. He was a Klan member. A, a what? What is a Klan? Now, see, I, just see, I say I need me a teaching tool. I need that. We need that. See, look, sisters and brothers, we don't give a fuck about. That, but look, that yeah, it, it was a negative connotation that goes around that. But to be what they're trying to do at the same time, I'm gonna tell y'all because who who statue? Who were the fucking Confederates? Who were the ones that was down here in the South, right? That didn't want you to be free. Who were they? What? Now we can say today, what political party were they? We know we don't been through this on Culture Freedom before. They are trying to erase and hide their history, trying to wash their dirty ass hands. So taking down the fuck. Well, we repent for our sins. No, motherfucker, you ain't repent for the sins, our folks yet. Cut the motherfucking check. Y'all really look, white folks. Let me tell y'all something. Let me, let me, let me, let me holler at y'all for a minute. If y'all really sympathetic, as y'all say, talk is motherfucking cheap. Talk is plenty motherfucking cheap. Y'all sympathetic right now, right? Cut the motherfucking check. What you mean, cut the check? Cut the goddamn check. If y'all talk about, well, we sorry for what we did, cut the motherfucking check. And excuse me, elders and, and whoever else out there. Give us our due reparations then. Give us give us what we got them in need. If you really sympathetic, keep your statues. Keep them fucking monuments. Cut the mother check. Or, you know, if you ain't even going to cut the check, I tell you what, y'all ain't got the money. I tell you what you do then. Here's something else you can do. Right? You ain't got the money, right? I was listening to something. They said that our ancestors said once they got supposed to be emancipated, they said, well, you know what? We need some land because a man is not truly free unless he have land. Ah, now that's what I'm trying to get to right there. So if we are truly free, and y'all are so sympathetic right now. Y'all so sorry what y'all done or what your ancestors did. Give us some land. Give us some of the, one of these states. All of us, y'all move the hell out of one of them states. Let us who want to be together, let us have them states. One, it could be one or two. I, what, y'all remember the losing of purchase? You remember the Louisiana Purchase, how, what was that? I don't need the United States because I'm about the Louisiana from the French. I forgot how this story really go, but that's neither here nor there any goddamn way. But the thing about it, y'all can add up. Get your calculated out. You good accountant, folks. You good accountants. Add up what it would take to, Bob Johnson had said about, what, 40-some million dollars or whatever, a trillion that uh, it would count for reparations. Whatever y'all have in the shortfall, y'all don't have in y'all piggy bank to give us in the checks. Uh, you can add up what would one state cost or whatever. If, if y'all don't have enough, add up the little dividends. How much reparation would be? You might not have. Well, we ain't got about this. about We got about this amount of money in our little piggy bank. So shit, y'all, we can't give all of y'all no money. Uh, well, we got, let me see how much we got. Uh, we got the state of, added up. We got about, we got Texas, right? I know y'all ain't gonna give us Texas, but I'm just Oklahoma. It's about ah, uh, that's about a let me see, right about about a two twelve million dollars. Uh, I tell you, let me see, let add up this some. Let's see what else state we got over there. Da, 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 da. We can give y'all um shit. I don't know Virginia. How about that? Would that be enough? That should cover it right there. We give y'all X amount of dollars, and then uh, give y'all Oklahoma and Virginia. That should cover the debt. 
give us some land and leave us the fuck alone after that. Anyway, y'all ain't going to do that. But if y'all really, I'm just saying right now, man, because y'all acting like y'all so sympathetic. You're so sympathetic. That's what you need to do. Other than that, you just bullshitting. You're just talking cheap like the, like the Caucasian or the European called in and said y'all liberals are just out here getting y'all photo ops on. You talked about Donald Trump doing a photo op at the church. That's what y'all doing. Give us some. All this other bullshitty is just irrelevant to some of us. That shit don't mean nothing, man. Just empty fucking rhetoric because all the thing y'all want us to do again is just assimilate into y'all society. Assimilate into y'all bullshiggity. Assimilate into y'all immorality. Yes, I said it. Immorality. Because the people right here talk about, man, we can't, we need, I can't wait till we get back to normal. What kind of normal? America, we weren't living normal. That shit we had that we were living before the so-called coronavirus, y'all said that's normal. That wasn't normal. That was some foul way of life then. Huh? So it's really they getting into this new world order of things. It's really going to be even fouler. Y'all look at what's pushing going. Going back, y'all know we talk about Black Lives Matter and the whole movement was going on right now, right? They pushing this. Look at the now getting back to that equality thing. What's the new normal? According to what we're seeing, homosexual agenda. Huh? Well, uh-oh, yeah, uh-huh, I said it, homosexual agenda. Oh, and I'm glad I mentioned that. And you think I'm bullshitting This, it was a TV series I like that came on uh, called The Shy. Y'all, y'all heard about that, that television series came on Showtime called The Shy. So it came back on just the other day, the series. Now, the first episode, first episode, now they had a, a lesbian couple that's on this show, been on the show, but they didn't really show them too much in the show. It wasn't too many highlighted scenes with them on the show, but the very first episode since they came back, they was, ha- it was all about really about them. They had a um, homosexual wedding, a lesbian wedding. They got married and them, y'all, that ain't the raunchiest part. I ain't got to the, I don't, I almost just said the good part. Well, it's good to them, but I ain't got to the bad part yet. Even when they had their wedding, you know, a regular couple, when y'all get mad, you go on a honeymoon, right? You go on a honeymoon. And y'all know what to do on the honeymoon. I ain't got to go there. with I do I? No, I ain't going that way. Uh, but anyway, on their honeymoon, just like, you know, everybody know. They showed the one lady, she started getting on, they didn't get it all the way naked, but they started, you know, having them, you know, playing the roles. She's, they getting, you know, getting out their clothes. Um, the woman, well, she, she laid on the bed and here go the stud. They show her, she, the pull off her, pull down her pants, unbutton the pants and y'all, they showed the strap on and everything. Now, hold up now. We don't see, we usually don't see nothing like that on television. I don't recall. They showed her with the strap on, and they show you know her like like just like you know a brother. I'm not sisters. I'm trying not trying to be runchy, but they show like the you know the, the strap on part, like the penis just dangling. And my wife was like, "What the hell is going?" I said, "Damn, they really gone out here with this shit now." Very first episode, all about that. So this what we going right here. So the quality, y'all got this. So that's the new norm right now. Right? Pushing this shit. 
pushing all this shit right now. And they was all on there, man. The whole sex scene. I was like, I don't even know if I won't even watch that finish watching the series no more. I I, I really don't because I, I liked it at first, but it they don't turn into an empire. The empire. But anyway, I'm I'm digressing. I'm going. I don't know where the hell I'm going, y'all. But the point is that that the freedom that we're supposed to have is going to be the freedom that they set up, the freedom to do as they say. That's what was we've been been having the whole fucking time. You're free to do what you want to, long as it meet our standards. You can't come over here talking about your African or whatever culture you had or whatever you relate to. No, you can't do that. That's why I say cut your dreads off. We don't want you looking like that. You can't have that. No, don't the Kenty cloth. Y'all see how. Nancy Pelosi and all of them played played the game, playing with the people emotion, with the Kenty cloth thing, they kneeling down and shit. Y'all seen that bullshitty? Ate some black folks up. Look at them. See, they down with us, man. They got the Kenty cloth on. Nancy, see, Nancy Pelosi them for the people, man. Fuck Trump. That racist mother. <laughs> see, they doing a flea flick on you, man. The people that y'all got looking at Tennessee saying, saying uh, somebody's a racist is the motherfuckers who are the racists. See, you ain't paying attention. Look, like they said, man, the devil is real clever. Look, while I got you looking over here, I'm over here, man, robbing your ass blind on this side. See, I got you looking to the left. I'm going to the right. You ain't paying attention. This is what they doing, the flea flicker. Y'all go, oh, I need to pull this up. Well, where you at, Joe Biden? I need to pull up old Joe. Sleepy Joe. Where you at, Joe? I got to pull this shit up, man. Boy, doing a number on people, man. No, the freedom you're not gonna have. You're not gonna get this shit in America, man. Not playing the way that it's being played. Play like a motherfucker, man. These people, um, like the like the, the these people out so called protesting and marching, saying they on they down for our behalf. Man, they don't give a shit about us, man. Like Michael Jackson said, they really don't care about us. That Black Lives Matter them ain't, ain't ain't down for you, man. They down for that guy. Their quality is to push this agenda, this homosexual agenda, make you sell that bullshiggity, uh, set up for Nambler, grown-ass men to be able to fondle your little girls and your little boy, four, five years old, make it legal. This is the kind of shit they want. This is the freedom that they really want. This is the freedom and justice that they want. But we ain't paying attention because we got these fake-ass so-called activists, so-called freedom fighters out here pretending they out fighting for the justice of brothers and sisters who've been unjustly murdered at the hands of police. (laughs) Boy, I tell you, man, that ain't what it really is. When you got all these white folks leading the goddamn way. I'm going to tell y'all, man, if we didn't get our fucking freedom before now, it ain't happening, man. We didn't get our freedom or whatever we were supposed to have been looking for a couple of years ago, a couple of centuries ago. Hey, man, it ain't coming right now because we got too many of these Negroes. I'm going to call them that. Are really comfortable in their role as... Like I said, man, before, uh, just being a part of, they don't have to be in the head. They just 
being a part of. As long as Al Shop and them getting that big ass check cut, that nigga don't give a fuck about being free. That motherfucker getting hit, he getting paid. He don't give a fuck what white folk do. Long as they cut his check. See, if they stop, let me tell y'all today, man. If they did just so happen, white folk just said, man, look, we just gonna, we gonna, and they be real about it. They stop. Al Shop to lose a job. It'll be a lot of these niggas to lose their fucking job because they can't race race debate no more. That's that's money for them. They can't race debate no more. What the fuck they gonna do? Al Shopner, you too old to get on the back of the goddamn garbage truck with me and poor garbage. The nigga show can't preach, so he he ain't gonna be in the pulpit preaching. He got the reverend on his title, but he ain't finna preach a mother mother sucking thing. See, that's how they make their money. So they gotta keep playing with they playing with your emotion. The boogeyman, not saying the racism don't exist. We know goddamn well it does. But I'm, I'm that's why he come out, he like he talking hard. Like he gonna spring on the goddamn, like every goddamn racist white person that's out of here, I'm gonna whoop his ass for messing with y'all. And nothing never get done. Nothing never get done. And when these brothers and sisters die, they send these punk-ass so-called uh, civil rights lawyers, Ben Crump them. Oh, we're going to get justice. Nigga, you finna get them some money. That's all you finna do is get them some fucking money. All black folks don't go out here and paper chase fucking money, dog. That's all you finna get them is some fucking money. And white folks don't mind giving you a fucking money, man. They ain't finna go to jail. They not finna do none of that. They will pay you. It's going back again, what they say, civil rights. It's like going again with that whole civil matter. If I kill you, it's like if I hit your car. Let me go with this. If I hit your car and damage your car, what do, I, what do you do to suit? Like the police, hey, well, hey, man, you got to take them to court and, you know, uh, your insurance or whatever, but they don't have the money. You take them to court and you can sue them in court. It's called a civil matter. You can sue them in court. It's a civil matter. So we look at when they kill one of our brothers and one of our sisters, the police usually don't go to jail or get indicted or nothing like that. You remember at first, they didn't go to jail or none of that. What they do? Mike Brown, Eric Garner, and uh, 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 places, sisters like that, uh, uh, Philando Castillo. What do they do? They go and win a civil suit. They pay for the property because y'all remember Eric said a couple of shows ago, back he was talking about that three-fifths thing and when we was looked at as in chattel slavery not indigenous servant justice but in chattel slavery where we was looked at as nothing more than a goddamn our ancestors looked at no more than a washing machine a goddamn refrigerator or a microwave they were property so you damage my property i i gotta hey i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna pay for my property that you damaged. So when they kill one of our brothers and sisters in the street, they give the family some money for the property that they just damaged. That's what, God damn it, that's what it is. That's why they give them some, some money. We damage your property. We damage that property. Not a human being, not a, a, a human life. We damage the property. So, yes, we owe you a couple of, you know, a couple of million dollars for property. No, he don't go to jail because it's not a criminal offense to tear up a washing machine. No, it's not a criminal offense, really, if you tear up a, you know, hey, a, a, a hair dryer. You know, hey, you killed Orlando Castillo. Ah, oh, shit, that was just some property, man. Like I said, that was a dishwasher. We're going to pay you for that right there. That's all they see you as, man. Property. Not a human being. They don't really see you as it valued as. So they don't mind cutting the check when they kill you because it's all you still looked at is fucking property to them. You're valuable as property to them. 
not as a human being. They don't value your fucking life. That's why it's so easy for them to take it. You're more valuable than a goddamn uh, uh, a horse or a cow. Well, I just said you don't really eat horses too much. I I, I never seen it, but you're not more valuable than a goddamn a pig at the slaughterhouse. No more valuable than a goddamn chicken at the slaughterhouse or a cow at the slaughterhouse. Let me play old Joe Biden right fast. The next goddamn president of the United States, because I think they're gonna steal this motherfucker boy. It's gonna they gonna they gonna do something. Well, let me play this right here. It's Joe Biden, the crime bill, right fast, sister and brother. Y'all think that these motherfuckers really love y'all? This is the nigga right here. And I'm, I'm talking real raunchy tonight. I know I'm talking, I don't want to say hood, but this is the nigga right here. Fuck it, they call us that. This is the nigga right here that got a lot of our brothers and sisters locked up in prison right now. The one y'all going to be crying, cracking our tears, and when in November come, y'all going to be voting for because Donald Trump, the racist, but this is the nigga right here. They got a lot of your brothers and sisters locked up in prison right now, calling them super predators, just like his funky ass predecessor, Hillary motherfucking punk ass Clinton. Excuse me, y'all, but goddammit, this is what it is. Time out for planning, motherfucker, letting these people play games with you, and you want to holler about you ain't free, you ain't free. The motherfuckers you hanging with is the ones that's fucking you up and keeping you in change. These are the motherfuckers you crying crocodile tears for. We need Joe Biden. Fuck Trump in the office. I'm not campaigning for Trump, but these the suckers that stabbing you in the fucking back. When you thinking they pulling that motherfucker out, they sticking another one in that hole. They might pull that one out, but they got another sliding in your motherfucking back. This the motherfucker y'all want in office. Joe I Biden. spent years writing what became known as the Biden crime bill, the Biden crime bill, the Biden crime bill. Democrats right now, especially African-Americans, have really looked back on the 1994 crime bill um, right. not very fondly. Hillary Clinton herself has come out again, even though her husband signed it into law. Well, the all- hold up. What 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 what's he what he say? He said, wait a minute. Hillary Clinton came out on it, but her husband signed it into law. Huh? See all them bouncers in cahoots. Very fondly, Hillary Clinton herself has come out against it, even though her husband signed it into law. Well, the author of that crime bill was Joe Biden. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Biden's 1994 crime bill, while implementing sweeping gun control, also helped fuel mass incarceration with financial incentives to keep people behind bars. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill is before us. Calls for the death penalty for 40. 51 offenses. A wag in the newspaper recently wrote that something to the effect that Biden has made it a death penalty offense for everything but jaywalking. Biden crime bill. Oh, let me stop that. Y'all heard that shit? Y'all, <laughs> y'all heard that, man? And he said the Biden crime bill. See now, and y'all won't. Just imagine, he was what he was, a senator, congressman, or whatever one. He's still a little punk ass to me. Now, that was when he was a congressman. Now, y'all imagine if this punk mother sucker gets to be the president of the United Snakes of America. What damage he going to do to you? That's why I asked the question. A lot of people black like, man, Donald Trump is a racist. Donald Trump is a racist. And I asked the question. Give me, tell me what law... What bill have he passed that primarily or just target black people and have hurted the black community? What bill, what law, or what have he passed since he's been in office that racist, that racist ass Trump that have hurt? 
the black community. Like again, y'all tell me, y'all tell my mama always told me as home training. I know some of y'all mama told y'all too. They can can say what they want to you, child. Long as they don't put their hands. So Joe Biden, Trump tweet. He say some crazy shit. No doubt. Everything you own, everything from your car to your house, your bank account, not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction that you just got caught engaging in. They can take everything. We have laws in the last several years where we don't allow judges discretion, sentence people, flat time sentencing. You get caught, you go to jail. We've gone from there all the way up to saying, under the leadership of Senator Thurman, and I'd like to suggest that I take some small credit for it myself as well, and others, the presiding officer, that there is now a death penalty. And we passed it a couple years ago. If you are a major drug dealer involved in the trafficking of drugs and murder results in your activities, you go to death. And a number of other severe penalties. Back when Bill Clinton's crime bill passed, Joe Biden was such an outspoken supporter, he said, quote, I'd like to be running and have someone use the crime bill against me. We must take back the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents, it doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become a, a social, uh, become socialized into the fabric of society. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask. What made them do this? They must be taken off the street. That's number one. <laughs> I can't stand no more of that, y'all. My bad, my bad. I, I, I had problems. I better slow down, too, man. They cut me straight off the show. They knocked me off the show, so I better slow down in my, in my way of saying stuff, man. They show knocked me off the goddamn show. But this old sleepy Joe man, I can't take no more of him. But Joe Biden, let me let me let me let me let me holler at you though for a minute, dog. Let me holler at you for a minute. So you're telling you don't know why they got like that, how they got like that. We learned it from you. They learned it from being here in America, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We picked up some y'all behavior. Would you say, hey, y'all, yeah? Now that's the quality, right? We acting like you. We're being equal with you. We learning this shit from you. Y'all are gangsters. Y'all are thugs. Y'all are ruthless gangsters, definition villain. Not NWA. We got this shit from you, man. So if we doing that shit, man, that's what we got watching your gangster movies. We watched we watched all that Elliot Ness and we watched the motherfucking uh, uh I really can't say Scarface too, but we watched all that shit, man. So we learned the, we learned it from the fucking best criminals. You. Peace to you, brother Eric. Oh, brother, can you hear? I don't know if this thing still. 
still tripping. Okay, I seen the, your hand went up on the one, brother Eric. So I don't know. Yeah, it knocked me off the air for a minute, <clears throat> so I had to bag up, but I still had to try to call back in. I can hear the show from my other phone, but I couldn't do shit. But I don't know, Eric. Yeah, like like you had to hit the one. I can't hear nothing. You, like you muffled out. Can you hear me? There you go. There you go. Loud and clear, brother. Loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, my apologies, man. Uh, Are you good? Had, my had to take uh, care of my sound right quick. Are you good, brother? But uh, yeah. Uh, can you touch back on what you were saying right quick? Ah oh, man, I don't know what the hell I'm going. I'm just going <laughs> in all kind of directions, man. Anyway, uh, we just talking about like just kind of getting on this freedom, man. Like really, I was saying, uh, uh will we ever truly receive, uh, damn, receive freedom, justice, and equality in America? And I was basically saying, not at from who we have in front as these so-called leaders, and we keep going down the road that we're going. Uh, basically like assimilation and that's what we really have it man we're we're just assimilating we're just going with the flow that they ancestors set up and shit we're really not having no true freedom because like everything if we're going how how they have it everything we're calling freedom is still being dictated by us you know we have yeah the freedom what we have is what the so-called europeans have established as long as we do it as they have set it up that's the freedom that you have. Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do as long as you do it the way we established and the way we set it up to do. You better not break outside of that or we're going to do something to your ass. Uh, you know, but yeah. But it's, it's, it's just some other part. Yeah. <clears throat> you, know, you know, the messenger asked for a state yeah. for a large property or land and uh, Scott York had his own land. How many acres was that, somewhere? Well, I said about 419. Some said 419. 419, some, some say. 419 acres. Uh, they, we, we holler about reparations and payments are due, but see... You really want to add it up. Like, I can't pay these black people all this goddamn money because they own the whole goddamn planet. Plus interest? Come on, man. <laughs> you got Okay, if we demand reparations, we got to have interest in that motherfucker, too. Interest, because you've been holding back. Yes, sir. I don't know when the first time uh, they asked for reparations. Who who first asked for reparations? Do you remember? No, I know they got this group out here now called uh, Goddamn Eighty. Oh shit, I forget the name. Uh, uh, oh, when it's the ADX, it ain't no damn ADX. It's some group out here now. They got they're just saying talk about reparation. I forget the name of my top of the head. I, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't. We didn't start speaking about reparations until the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's my recollection. I'd have to Google mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But, you know, somebody, they have to give us the whole damn planet. 
Yes, so that all, all this shit was on. We traveled over the whole 360. And know what the worst part was and what the best part was. That's why we was at the best part. And the best part is also in your DNA. But it's corrupted by society and media to corrupt your best part. Because you connected to that. Go ahead, Sam Ray. Oh, uh, yes, sir. And, and, and kind of what you're saying about the land, yeah, because I was talking about that earlier, the, the money that they can't give us, so-called give us, hey, give us some land, man. Give us a couple of these damn states that add up to whatever it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm going to look at some. We're talking about land again and freedom. Um, this book I had, I kind of talked about uh, one day last week on the last show called African-American History. It's a book here and it's talking about land ownership and they did give us some land y'all know about the, if y'all truly know the history about the four acres in the muse i might touch on some of that right here then but the one party talk about land ownership please, it's, it's what's that brother please do yes sir okay yes yeah. <laughs> here it says perhaps even more than wanting to gain an education many freed people dreamed of owning land they saw land ownership as a means to economic independence and true freedom from white control y'all hear that that was that's what our ancestors saw when they became free like i said earlier i was reading something and in there they were saying when our ancestors supposed to got emancipated they said man a man cannot truly be free unless he have some land of his own because, you know, like the slave, the plantations, they made their money. The whole economics was about slavery, and it was things, the products that they had. Look in our community now. Tell us what products, and just not in our community, tell us what products do we truly make in this goddamn place today? What products do we make? Where's our own, y'all hear me say it all the time, guys. Where's our own socks and drawers goddamn companies at? You know, they, they had this thing right, what, when the pandemic, so-called pandemic first happened. They was running out of goddamn toilet paper. People buying where's I got where are toilet paper companies at? Now we I, we did have a company called Freedom Paper. Uh had paper towels and we advertised it and stuff. I even have some still in my closet. Uh brother Umar Sharif was trying to do distribution, but black folks didn't want to even deal with that. We dealing with the company. And had uh toilet paper, uh they had paper towels called Freedom Paper. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> it's called Freedom Paper, y'all. But anyway. Having some land, that's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and, and even the pioneers behind always talked about getting land because even our sisters and brothers who came up out of slavery always talked about having land. And they looked at that as true freedom. And as this thing say, true freedom from white control because you own your own land. A mother sucker may not come telling you what the fuck you do on your own property. But you know how they go. But anyway, it says United States, here's go. Here's a United States tribe, two two main methods of helping free people obtain land with mixed results. Now, here we go. Did y'all know Lincoln gave, uh, the, they call the, the freemans. And I hear this book, they're going to say African-Americans. So we're just going to roll with that term from this book. But you know, they gave them land, the ancestors, 40 acres in the mule that we talk about. They never gave us our 40 acres in the mule. We looking for our 40 acres. Well, they actually gave it to us. Now, I, I got to throw this history first. Again, I'm not trying to tell y'all to vote 
no political party because I don't give a fuck about neither party because I'm not trying to go to the party because we know it's something in that punch that we just can't drink at their party. But anyway, the thing about the Republicans and the Democrats, we might say, you know, Abraham Lincoln, they said it was the first time this ever happened. A Republican uh, president had a Democratic uh, vice president. Now, his vice president didn't want to he didn't he didn't want to have anything to do with so-called emancipating our, our ancestors. He wanted they had to stay on the plantation. Y'all know that. He wanted them to stay on the plantation. He went down for all that. He disagreed with a, with a lot of things that Lincoln uh, uh, was putting out about emancipation. So anyway, Abraham Lincoln them, they gave uh, – I'm trying to get to it right fast. It says one, one method to help the freed people attain land was to offer them abandoned Confederate land. During the Civil War, some white Southerners uh, fled areas under Union control. So Abraham Lincoln, a lot of these Confederates during the Civil War, they abandoned abandoned their land, the Confederate. They abandoned a lot of land. And uh, Lincoln, them gave a lot of that land that these Confederates had abandoned. It says, oh, let me, let me read some of this. It says, for one such example took place in the, 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 the Sea Isles off of Georgia and South Carolina. Union forces captured these land early in the war, and most white populations fled. The United States government then seized the abandoned land and hired, hired freed people to work some of it. In, early, in the early 1865 Union, William T. Sherman divided land and near and nearby mainland areas into 40 acre plots. There your 40 acres go. And they also gave him a mute. And then he offered free families the plot along with army mules. There you go. With plows, your 40 acres and a mule. Who did it? The Union General William T. Sherman. Here we go. By the end of the war, more than 40 thousand free people were farming land on the South Isles as their own. After the war, the 40 acres in the mirror became a slogan for free people. Y'all, y'all hear this? This is in a book called African American History. They gave us the 40 fucking me- or the acres in the mirror. But who took it? The Democrats. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that right fast. Just like there's a lot of shit that they're trying to do today. They promise to give you something, but they only take this shit back in return. Y'all talk about food stamps. Hey, the Republicans don't give you shit. They don't give you nothing. The Republicans, man, I mean, the Democrats, see, they're going to give us something. Yeah, they gave you some food stamp, and what happened? They started taking this shit back. Oh, y'all, best president, the Negro Obama. It's like, I like that, what's that pastor called? Uh, pastor Manning called him. Uh, uh, Daddy Long, what do you call him? Mac Daddy Long Leg, or some shit like that. Fuck it, I don't even want to call it. Either. But then he, he started cutting food stamps, took a lot of food stamps from people. Y'all remember there was a video they had some women down in Georgia. They weren't getting their food stamp, and it was so sad. But they like, what are we gonna do? They took our food stamp. We ain't received our food stamps. But nobody cried out. It's Obama's fault. Everything like they doing now. It's Trump's fault. It's this, that. But then nobody say nothing about Obama when he was the one cutting millions of people off of food stamps. Yeah. Y'all Lord and Savior, fucking Barack Obama. That Negro. Yeah. But anyway. So, but anyway, it says the 40 acres in the mirror became the slogan for free people who hoped the U.S. leaders would continue to give them land. 
Many former, many former slaves thought it was only fair that they receive free Confederate land. We should have because we, the, our ancestors worked that land. They should have received it. This land would make up for all the years that the slaves had been forced to work without pay. In addition, the federal government had free land, have given the free land to the white settlers in the past. They gave land, plenty of land to so-called Europeans when they came here. Here you go. Some more radical Republicans in the Congress agreed and proposed uh, bills for giving Confederate land to freed people. Who they say? They call them the radical Republicans at that time. Abraham Lincoln and all of them called them radical Republicans. But none of the bills passed, just like we see a lot of shit that today. None of the shit that passed to help black folks. But anyway, nevertheless, the free people did obtain some abandoned land after the Civil War. The Freedmen Bureau distributed and leased some abandoned land to former slaves. In addition, in some parts of the South, African Americans began working abandoned lands on their own. For example, in 1866, more than 800 free people established a village called Slabtown. I hope I'm saying that right. Slabtown on 600 acres of abandoned plantation land in the Hampton, Virginia. But there's some more stuff. It goes in here. Y'all can look, man, just do your own due diligence, but they took the land from them, man. All of that land that they had that were working, they took it right back, right after Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. So the same people again, right? They gave us, they freed our ancestors and gave them land and everything because they like to say, hey, man, we cannot be looked at as free. We are not totally free unless we have land. We have some piece of this earth for ourselves. Then we can truly have economics. We can truly be financial. We can have our own financial stability for ourselves because we will feed clothe and shelter our own selves. So just like today, y'all look at it. And we say we have our people running out here, but these people won't give us nothing. They won't give us nothing. They won't give. See, you're looking for a fucking handout. As long as I look for you to keep giving me shit, I can't be independent for myself. I'm being dependent because I'm always looking for you to give me something. I'm looking for you to feed me, feed me, give me this, give me my clothes, give me, give me some money, give me this, give me that. Fuck that. Like Jane Brown said, don't give me nothing. Just open up the door. I get it myself. Just give me the opportunity. Get your ass out the way. Give me the opportunity. I find a way to get it. Yeah, it's going to be some opposition. Yes, it may be hardship. It may be some toil sometimes. But God damn it, we can do it. Because look at here. We were doing it before they even got their funky ass on the planet. We were doing great before they got here on the planet. So how is it that we feel that we can't do nothing without them today? They got everything from us. They still have to have a look at even what's going on today, man. Like I said, their plan is not they just utilizing you as a, what they say, a scapegoat or as a ploy to bring on another whole agenda. Even if we talk about the LGB agenda, they using you, black man. Talk about the, the black trend is getting killed. They using you still. They cannot do nothing without you. Even in their diabolical scheme, they got to have you, so-called black man and woman, to bring on their evil plot. And some of us, we join in on it because we like the checks they cut, not the reparation check. But we love the mother lit, 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 lit crumbs off the mouth of the table. So until we stop playing the fucking, stop playing their game, 
like Barry White said, playing your game, baby. Till we stop playing their game and let them play by our goddamn rules. Look, we ain't gonna go with this shit no more. You're not using us as a as a prop. We ain't going with this shit no more, man. Look, that's that's it for that. Cause like when y'all get through, cause like uh, uh brother Malcolm, we was talking about something, man. It's like you put them first and they put you last. Even with all of this stuff, well, what are we trying to do right now? See, we trying to get. The feminist movement, just come join the blacks, join the feminist movement, because we, look, we, you know, we, we understand your plight, we understand what you're going through, you know, yeah, it's, it's messed up that y'all can't, you know, go down the street without the police discriminating against y'all or somebody else, we, we understand that, but you know what, I tell you what, join us, join in our movement right now, and what we do, when we get through fighting for what we want to, what we're fighting for, we're going to help you out. No, yeah, what I know in the past, you know, we said that, but we got you this time. I got you this time. Same shit goes on and on. We help advance their cause, and our shit get on the back burner, on the back burner, on the back burner every time. It never fails. So even with all this shit that's going on right now, pretending they fighting for injustice of the police. It's going to be some shit on the back burner. We're only furthering their calls. And even look, I was looking at the news before we came on the air. Just even look, they talk about this coronavirus. How they still continue to keep saying that it's affecting in America more than anybody. White folks don't, and they talk about the mask, wearing masks. Y'all don't see white folks don't be wearing no fucking masks. Because really, why would they have to wear a mask? Because if they telling them or they're putting out that is only affecting it's affecting black people more, and most of it because of their underlying conditions. They got diabetes, they got high blood pressure, they got this, they got that. It's the underlying cause why they getting sick. White folk were like, "Shit, well, what the fuck? I'm gonna put on a mask for you." Said it's killing their ass. It's a hundred to one chance I might get sick. Yeah, let them niggas put on a mask. We don't want to see their ugly ass face anyway. Put the mask on, niggas. I don't want you coughing on me. And white folk be coughing everywhere. I see it every day, just coughing all over the goddamn place. See, everything they use again to bring in their ploy, and y'all know why they, they really want to say that because, y'all know what? Because even in Africa, what did they say? Now, they had, when we seen the coronavirus, what were they saying? The pandemic or whatever, it was hitting hard in Italy. Now, y'all, we don't even hear nothing about Europe no more, do we? We were seeing everything about Italy and shit, man. They was man. We, I, the videos I seen, nothing but white folks so called dying and, and sick in the hospitals. Then it get to America, what happened? All of a sudden, now it's black people the ones getting sick in America. We weren't going. We weren't traveling, going to Europe. We weren't going no goddamn Wuhan. How all of a sudden the black community get plagued so bad with the goddamn coronavirus? I don't know a nigga who can right. goddamn damn go past Mississippi. You talking about going to Wuhan and going to Italy. But go ahead, Brother Harry. Right. Yes, sir. Right. I'm out here delivering, doing DoorDash, and delivering to this white man in this rich community, right? He got architects and developers in front of his house. No, I'm saying architects and developers. It was like carpenters and shit. Trying to build some shit to his house or whatever the fuck. So it's like three of them. None of these motherfuckers got on a mask. Mm. I put my mask on. He was going to hand it to him. He was like, put it on the ground. I'm like, 
Keep that a bitch. You out here, I'm trying to abide by the rules. I got my mask on and shit. I'm trying to give you your subway. And you out here with these two other motherfuckers, none of y'all got masks on. And I can't hand it to you. Hmm. I'm just saying. I didn't give a I didn't give a fight fuck. But I but I thought about it. I was like, oh, he tripping. Yeah, he ain't black shit. Yep. Or either that yeah. he racist or even both. Yeah. I said fuck it. I know who my enemy is. Now if he took it and grabbed it from me, it wouldn't have changed my thoughts about who the enemy is. Don't get me wrong. Oh, don't give me no twisted, no which way ever. You hear me some right? Yes, sir. You'll never hear me say Cara down. Fuck that. Trick. <laughs> Trick. Yes, sir. <laughs> look, any, any motherfucking way in life, you got to look out who you encounter with. It don't, I mean, you study... Who you deal with? There's at, at a certain age, trust shouldn't be even in the equation. In summary, as soon as you turn eighteen, trust ain't your word ain't got no bond. You got to sign documents and shit. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all that shit is just some bullshit. Hmm. On paper is one thing And on the outside is another Yeah, Sam Ray, we been duped, bro On the <laughs> highest level uh, no. On the highest That's why I like my brother He keep me, like, enlightened and shit You know what I'm saying? I be like, well, God damn <laughs> This is yeah. brother This God damn it <laughs> Can I fly with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm ready. Woo. Y'all don't know about Sun Ray. Yeah, sir. You know how we got <laughs> You know how we got to do it, brother. It's not Sun Ray for nothing. That's it. Yeah, you know, we got to hold culture just, freedom down, brother. We got to hold culture freedom down. Yes, sir. I'm not kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. I'm just yes, giving sir. props. Niggas be cheering about motherfucking athletes and shit. Shit. How come, how come I can't give a shout out to my brother? You understand? You know, it's the same way here, brother. You know, hey, we, we chop it up all of you. We chop it up. So they fucking with the they fucking with the thing. They put static all in mirror and everything. There you go. How man. they do? Yeah, they tripping. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Sound like rock. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh Rashid. Shout out to Rashid. Doing your thing, bro. Rashid Muhammad. Damn, that shit hurt my ear. 
And Justice, uh, uh, come on in the house, man. You still got forty something minutes, man. Come on, come on in here the last minute, and then you want to you want to start you want to you want to swing on us in, 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 in the last minute and run. Come on in here, hey, defend your president, Justice. Come on in here, and defend your your uh, up and coming president. I'm right here right now. Right. I'm right here. Where's now? Uh oh, here you I go. Said, uh, right now. Oh, Justin. Hey, Justin, you hear me talking about you, Peace, Peace. what's going on, man? Well, what's, what's, what's all this going on? You know what I mean? Why are y'all taking shots at me like this? Like, I'm not the defense for the Democrats all the time. I'm definitely not going to defend Joe Biden, never. And I probably won't. I'll be probably one of the times where I hold my vote on this one. Yeah, who mess huh? with you, man? Who that mess with you, man? Y'all Let's guys, man, out. y'all keep saying, you know, my my people and Jesse Jackson and uh, Al Sharpton and them and all these stuff you be saying about the uh, civil rights all stars, like, huh. you know, leave them alone, bro. Like, let them do their thing. See, they do what they do. Now, if now, it wasn't no now, people, you, if it, you just took up for them punk motherfuckers. See, that's why we be fucking <laughs> with. Uh-huh. I know that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, you know, look, man, I'm just saying, like, they, if it wasn't no more people out here, like you said, uh, doing all this stuff to black folks, and then Jesse Jackson would have had no reason, I mean, uh, Al Sharpton wouldn't have no reason to come out and always be in the limelight and, and you know, saying what they saying the way y'all kind of don't like how they be in the fore, like, forefront like that when stuff happens. So if they would stop all that, then yeah, okay. What what would be wrong with that? Maybe he could, maybe he could preach, cause you know that ain't really not oh, what a little hustle. Say you know you say a little uh, you say your little sermon and all like that. You pass the plate. I mean that's a simple thing. So and then um, Jesse Jackson, he he too old. He retired. You know they he on Social Security now, so he ain't really worrying about it. And um. So Al Sharpton, he got TV shows and other stuff he can do. He'll be all right. But yeah, see, he got he getting his reparations. See, that's what I'm saying. See, that's why we going I be going hard at them because number one, yeah. sell other people out of that's an artificial freedom. That's why I say that's why these boule ass Negroes do. They they are getting theirs, but they sell you all this hype. The 85 percent they sell you the hype. Like man. Look, follow our way. We're going to get you to the promised land like Moses. All the time, they're going to keep your ass stuck right there in that one little ass valley. Why, they go up and sneak it up there at night, man. They sipping caviar and some sipping on the best cognac and some Morgan David wine at night on the top of the high mountain. Like, look at them fools. They got them ass. Keep yeah, well, th- this is the system of racism and white supremacy that we all caught up in. And so at what- some point, Okay, go ahead. You know, at some point it comes to an end. Now, when that number is and what date, I'm not quite, you know, authoritatively known about that date, but I know that it has to end at some point because it began at some point. And so everything that starts has a beginning and an ending. Yeah, well, we got to so, put it in, too. That's Let's it. Check in. Check in. We got to put it in, to it. They ain't going to put it into it unless we put it into it. That's right, and so the direction on that is the ultimate thing is to have 
justice for all, right? That means, like when Sunray was saying earlier, we want to be treated like anybody else or however whites is equal justice under the law. That means there shouldn't be a disparity about crack cocaine and powder cocaine. If the white man got four ounces of uh, powder, then he gets a light sentence. And if the dude got four ounces of crack, he got to do 12 to 15 or 25 years or whatever they do. So those type of disparages, disparages are ridiculous. If they both got caught with just white cocaine stuff, then they all should go and do the same amount of time. And so that would be equal justice under the law. Like, if you're being arrested, you shouldn't be degraded and called all out your name. If if they're going to put handcuffs on you and take you to jail, then they should respect you as a human being and just say, okay, you know, I'm placing you under arrest, sir. You know, please, you know, put your hands out, whatever, like that. Talk to you like, you know, a human being, and then maybe you'll, you know, respond in a certain way. But if they're talking to you all negatively and, like, you're less than, then you probably have a problem with that just from the jump. So, but if they do the white person get arrested and they could be all uh, calm with him and then talk to him respectfully, then we should be talked to the same way. Now, I'm not saying everybody that's going to jail or anything, but I'm saying any situation where we're in public and people uh, have to be treated a certain way, there's no way you can discriminate on anybody if that's if, if we're going to play fair. Like, if I walk in the door and I shouldn't be followed by the security or extra cameras or extra lights on me, and then when the white person with the thought in hand to steal walks in the door, you don't even have no clue that he's coming in there to, to rob y'all blind. But you got your eyes on me. So you hope, the best thing would be to do is to keep your eye on both of us and not just just um, just one of us. You see what I'm saying? Because the whites, they've always been able to get away with all kinds of murder because of their white skin and people not judging them in the same way that they judge us when it so you know you can think about that and you know that's definitely very true when anything happens to us then there's always we're in we're we're guilty until proven innocent but with the white person they're innocent until proven guilty we got to prove our damn you know innocence and they got to protect theirs, even if they did a crime. But we, we guilty until proven innocent as a black person because you're under such scrutiny. So each person, if there's going to be this kind of scrutiny, should be under the same amount of it and not one under less of it and being able to get away with even more criminal acts. Mm-hmm. And, and, the thing, and the thing is, too, at the same time, oh. That we shouldn't, we always wait to the last minute like if something happens, and then we try to uh, go out and protest and start asking for change. And even, we should be doing this on a regular. Even when nobody's getting murdered, nobody's getting killed, it should still be a constant, continual fight for change. But these Negroes only come out when, they only pull, come out the closet when somebody gets murdered, somebody get killed. 
and and, and okay. white folks like, well, I ain't gonna take you serious. What your ass was at before this? Like like Black Lives Matter, they had they was dormant for a minute. They was quiet until all of this came out. Then they pull them Nick Rolls off the shelf. Go on back out there. Go on back out there and do your thing. And, and so, you know, this is some bullshit. That's why I said, man, we will never truly get freedom just in the quality because the people we have that's out here so-called being the spokes, spokes model, spokes models for black people are the ones that's keeping uh, black people in the conditions that, that, that we're in. They're keeping us in these goddamn conditions because they're making these backdoor deals and shit like your Oprah's and all of the uh, uh, people like, like you know, I keep mentioning Al them because they are co- supposed to be the one, the civil rights leaders. And that civil rights movement shit is a bunch of bullshit now. It's really not even, a, I know we we kind of, people like this, like Dr. King, uh, somebody in the country community, but it's not even the same as Dr. King was doing because even with the Dr. King, they got some things done. Even if it was just the voters' rights uh, or the civil rights movement, it was some things getting that have got done. Now what they doing? Nothing is getting done. These niggas just make elaborate speeches, nice, heartfelt, warming goddamn speeches, and rough talk, but nothing get done. What? Since the civil rights movement with Dr. King, tell me, please tell me, what have these civil rights leaders have got done for the collective of black people in America? Please tell me, NAACP, and I'm going to show you, I, I shared something on Facebook just the other day with NAACP, and I know a lot of y'all know by now that the founders of the NAACP was founded by so-called three Europeans, right? Y'all do know that, right? So anyway, peace out to my good sister, uh, 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 good sister Mary uh, Sunshine on Facebook. She said right here when I posted that thing up about that, she said, we have been bamboozing. Y'all can find this picture a lot of times on the, I mean, all over the Internet. But anyway, when I posted the picture up, she said, about these Europeans who started the NAACP, and she said that their intent was to create a educated Negro, a bulo, a bule, excuse me, uh, Negro pen who would work to mobilize the masses of Negroes in whatever direction they wanted them to move. And this is the whole point why today we're saying about this freedom, justice, and equality. They have this boule class, and y'all know the whole thing about the boule, Sigma Phi Pi. Y'all know this thing. We talked about this shit. Really, every night we did shows. Eric did shows before I even started doing goddamn uh, talk show. Eric had already done a lot of this stuff on the boule. Anyway, but, you know, um, those particular people like W.E.B. Du Bois and, and all of this shit, they give us the Langston Hughes. These upper crust, and I call them upper crust Negroes, um, elitist blacks. They did. And that's why somewhat too as the HB, what you call it, a black historical colleges, and y'all know a lot of them was even started by Europeans and Caucasians. Right? Y'all do know that, right? And they give these to educate these Negroes, just as she said, to mobilize the the other blacks in the direction we should go. That's why you have even when you had Bill Cosby, and I see Bill Cosby got appeal, y'all, they get ready to get their brother appeal. But even in him, and we see how they always guide us in a different direction. If you come with this black liberation stuff, talking about get us some land and all of this, that ain't the way we should go, brother. That ain't the way. But that's our ancestors when they came up out of slavery. That's what they was talking about. So, but these niggas, no, man, see, that ain't the way we should be going. And like I'm telling people, like I said, we act like it's a problem. When 
some of our people talking about, you know, they have a, a Chinatown. They have a, some people say Jewtown. Um, what the hell they got? Little Mexico. But where's little, I don't know, African-American town, you know, uh, melanated town? We act like, some of our people act like it's a problem. When we say we should have something to that magnitude, a community of, of, of business, thriving business that we should have, that's a, pro- like, that's a problem. Everybody else can have something. But when you start talking about that shit, oh, man, black folk act like, man, uh, you finna just blow up the fucking world. But everybody else can do it. No, see, that ain't right, man. We shouldn't be trying to uh, uh, discriminate against everybody else. But discriminate? Motherfucker, we trying to have something as a collective. Look out for ourselves. Everybody else can do it, but it looks like a problem we do. And that's, and that's these upper crust bourgeoisie-ass Negroes <clears throat> are the ones that be like that. You know, and this state education, like Brother Carter G. Wilson said, man, and, and, and the miseducation of the Negro. The education is the one that do it. That's why they educate these Negroes in such a way they do to do this, man. So we have to get away, listen to these, like I said, bourgeoisie, uh, uh, boule-ass Negroes and stop allowing them to lead us and, and uh, put this poison in our fucking mind, man. We got to break away from them. Quit looking for them as fucking leaders. And Brother Eric and I, we've done plenty of shows talking about stop looking for fucking leaders. So we have to stop looking at them as leaders, you know, and call it for what it is and quit being scared to speak out against these type of people. And it's just like going again. The European wasn't complacent. He wasn't the only one involved in the transatlantic slave trade. So it's just like the point that people say, man, well, you know, you had African tribes who sold other uh, Africans into slavery. And a lot of them, they, they was prisoners of war, the people they sold, and they're other from other tribes. Not their own tribe members, but other uh, tribes that they was in war at war with. So the Africans, with, you know, they was involved in it. Now, did they know it was going to be to this magnitude? I don't, I don't know. But they were involved in it. So we, we still call it out and tell it like it is. It's, it, it happened. So, like, when we see in this shit with these Nick Rolls today, we got to call it out. See, and, and, and if you don't call it out, they'll keep on allowing generation after generation, year after year, to keep doing the shit they doing. The reason Al them and Jesse them keep doing the shit they doing because Nick Rolls are scared to fucking speak out and point the finger. Hey, sit your punk ass down. You have played the game and, and, and deceived too many people for too goddamn long. The time out for this bullshit in you and your fucking games. You making your backdoor deals with Ruli Giuliani and you talking one in on this side, but you taking money from Ruli Giuliani and your punk ass uh, uh, action network and all that. But ain't no action involved because one thing again, tell me, please, somebody tell me what these civil rights all all stars, these civil rights leaders have done since Dr. King's assassination or the civil rights bill and the voters rights bill. What have they done to get anything Achieve for black folks since the civil rights movement, since that civil rights movement, not this modern day bullshit, because that's what it is. Fucking bullshit. If you should say, well, they got us some TV shows on TV, whoop the motherfucking do. Uh, Amos and Andy was on TV during the racial time, so that don't mean shit. You know, they got YouTube now, and that don't mean shit about no motherfucking TV, but whatever's a collective to get us economically in the game. What okay, have we done? So- 
what I do understand is that when it comes to Reverend Sharpton, he's been on the front lines of getting justice the best way he can for black folks for as long as I can remember. But give me some. Started when. Give me what bill he got passed. Legislation then. It was a brother who was killed in Brooklyn. Um. He was killed in in uh, in Brooklyn, New York. A young brother. Right now, it's been so long. His name's starting to escape me, but it's still in the back of my mind, in his memory. Uh, and he came out to march, uh, you know, because of how this this young brother was killed by these people in Bensonhurst, New York. And he went out and had a march, and you know, for for peace and and you know, like this. And, to keep things calm, but then one of the white Jews jumped out the crowd and stabbed Reverend Sharpton in the chest, and then he had to, you know, spend time in the hospital. And so, beyond that, there was a brother who was uh, molested with a, a mop stick up his behind by the New York police in the mid to late and around the late '80s. Saying it's like Abner Lawima, and remember, he was but, he was sodomized. I mean, but see, you mentioned in one particular case. Pay attention in the classroom, brother Justice. I I, I asked you like the civil rights movement where it affected black people, so-called black people in America as a whole. What have these civil rights oh, okay. icons as of as of late after Dr. King? That they have done to help black people, so-called black people, as a okay, whole. Okay, so with doc, when 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 Doctor, I, I understand the question. When Doctor King made that analogy about integrating into a burning house, that is this is the the repercussions of doing something like that. So had we not integrated, then there would be things that could be done for black folks, but integration diluted and absorbed our movement. So had we not integrated those movements and more movements would have been more and more solidarity and they would have stood a lot longer, but integration did us in when it comes to unity, when it comes to us sticking together and like we did in the past, because at some point, some of us think that we have to appease white people in order to, to, to be free in, in, in white America, we gotta constantly try to appease them, buck dance for them, and make them feel good, or always defend them when they wrong, or do something against our people, and they always want to come to the defense of the mat, they slave master. So it's a it's a situation where when you have a brother like Reverend Sharpton. Who has who has stood up on the front lines, and then you let white media castigate him into the mindset of what you what you might have now about him. Your thoughts are no more different than the white supremacist thoughts about the Reverend Sharpton. I appreciate so to that. To be more in tune, to be more in tune with your own kind and your own self. You he's wouldn't, you wouldn't castigate or you wouldn't, not, you wouldn't disrespect the elder. 
He's not, I understand. He's not my motherfucking elder. And thank you for filibustering, because that's what you're doing. The whole I'm just, I let you do that for on purpose. I let you filibuster, because you never touched. You never gave us. You in the courtroom, and you hadn't showed us the bloody glove. You ain't showed us no <laughs> no uh, bullet case shells. You hadn't showed us nothing, because I asked you the civil rights bill. I can look up right now the civil right act, civil right act, and I can pull up a bill. I can pull up a law that was passed. I clearly asked you, and you never gave us anything substantiate what these bastards have did. And 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 I, and I, I mean it. And I'm gonna say I'm being hard now because you're saying I'm I'm being like the European for saying that about Al Sharpton. Fuck Al Sharpton, and I mean that. And, and I'm not gonna renege on it. Fuck Al Sharpton. You didn't give a shit. Just like you can tell, I ask you to, I can ask any black person who said like Donald Trump, show me something in a bill that show me that he have done to hurt black people as a whole. You can't give up shit. It's only empty rhetoric. And that's all you just did. You gave us empty rhetoric. You can't show us shit that these niggas have done as a collective. The, the, uh, what's that motherfuckers upset up in there? The black caucus. They hadn't did shit for black people. Since they've been sitting regular ass up there. They, they like I said, integration is the reason why we haven't made any progress when we integrated. That's a bunch and of that's bulls. why I got watered down and diluted because those whites joined our movement. You know, integration ain't got shit to do with a bill that's helping black folks. We talk about we financially, right now we don't have any <laughs> own, our own stores in our community, man. Integrate. Look, bro, what, we talk about economically, we talk about economics. Finance. We had all the stories before we integrated in our community. What have they doing to try to make a change to stop this? You call it talking about integrating the problem. Dr. We King said he integrated into a burning house, and we lost everything when we integrated. I'm right. We had everything. We've had Black Wall Street in every city that black people lived in. I'm right. Before we integrated. Go ahead, OG. Check. Check this out. We ain't got nothing. Uh, we ain't got no corporation. We ain't worldwide. We we ain't no Walmart. We ain't no Target. We ain't no Costco. That's what we need. We don't have unity. We have the economic strength. We have trillion dollars a year, uh, every year we spend. Uh, you know, but we Listen. don't save or we don't unify and collectively distribute our money amongst each other. Listen. When you get a business that's growing, in order to make more money, you're going to have to franchise out. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have shareholders. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, goal, why, why even go into business just to make a few dollars? What's the fucking point in that? As long as I get my rent paid, I can, I'll do this little business, this little house. No, your ultimate goal is to be fucking on top. Hmm. On any motherfucking thing. Especially knowledge. Sure. I almost misspoke when you was talking about uh, black people and I was like, you know what we need to do? We need to invest in stocks. And I said, oh, hold on, wait a minute, don't misspeak. Mm-hmm. Check yourself. 
You understand? You know, and I'm just using that as an example because a lot of us, you know, right when we get a thought, sometimes you got to check that motherfucker. And be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? You don't control your thoughts. You ain't on a higher level. And that's what me and Brother Samurai be trying to get people to be thinking on a higher level. Look into a deep, pull back the layers, goddammit. It's an onion. Peel that motherfucker apart. Don't take shit, nothing for face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we were doing well after being enslaved for a, a, a good long period of time and coming out of it. And then we began to set up and build cities all across America where black people live. And we had our own businesses, hardware stores. We had our own pharmacies and whatnot. And we had our own grocery stores and barber shops. And we had places where we purchased clothing, clothing for one another and hats and hat makers and shoemakers and laundries. And we had gas stations and we were, we were insurance. We had insurance companies. We had everything. And so when we integrated, we lost everything. We don't have even we don't we we don't even have unity anymore because of integration. Man, man. But see, but, Justice, this but, is why I ask you what was the continuation of the civil rights leaders that they did. There's not much they could do more because we lost our unity. We don't we we, 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 were, we were better off doing what the honorable Elijah Muhammad would rather have us done, which would be to separate and have our own land, like you were talking about, our own territory and, and our own state. Right movement that they they didn't continue with Dr. King after the Voters' Right Act after the Civil Rights Bill and all that shit was passed. What was next? The Poor People's Campaign. Why didn't they continue with the Poor People's Campaign? We because still got Dr. King right was the head of the Dr. King was the head, and the movement died. <laughs> But 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 that because you know why? Because them niggas was in they was complacent. They was with them. They was involved in his assassination. The same motherfuckers you taking up with Jesse Jesse Jackson. Then was what, whatever it was. Every movement go. was done the same way. They cut but the head like, off, and the movements died. Go from from uh, see, Marcus Garvey on down. You taking up for them? See, we talk about people. I'm who not did taking some up shit. for nobody, bro. I'm just you, talking. You taking up for the people who we take? We talk about people who did some shit. We asking this since you want to take up for them. He he came up with the uh, Tawana Brawler, which is a bunch of shit that he came up and everybody he st- and st- people still with following this ignorant ass fool, Big Perm. Well, he lip Perm now. He used to be Big Perm. But still, man. Tawana Brawley had credibility enough to think that if, if she said she was raped by some white boys, then why why not believe her? Man, they say already they they spoke that shit long time ago. But but we tired of the empty rhetoric. Nah, man. that wasn't what true though. The truth was the she was molested by the, the white boys. Sit up there and ain't done shit. They ain't done she shit. She was for molested black. by the white boys. She ain't doing shit for nobody. They, so see, you know you, you get like I said, they paint a picture. They paint a picture for you. And then you end up inheriting those thoughts and living with them. That's not the I'm, truth, though. This, this is my motherfucking mind. I don't live. I don't need crackers. I don't. I'm not studying cracker history to say they bitch ass like you doing. I, look, I don't need that. Al Sharpton ain't shit. If you want that nigga to be your motherfucking <laughs> leader, keep on going here, letting him be your leader. But the bitch ass nigga ain't doing shit for no black people in America. They getting this motherfucking money to keep playing games with people, man. And see, you want to allow? See, it, 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 you like that shit to happen? Keep on letting people play with your emotions. 
But this is the reason again I said we would never have fucking freedom just in the quality where we where we whatever it may be. We would never get the land. We would never have opportunity. We would never have the black bitches and uh, uh, things that we once had thriving because we got bitch ass leadership, so called leadership like that. And people like you, when when and, uh, if somebody like Coach of Freedom comes speak out against it, you got to come over here and well, see y'all brother job shouldn't be disrespecting the elders like that. That ain't our motherfucking elder. Fuck him. That nigga worked for he worked for the white man. He worked he got his own uh, comrades. That nigga ain't my motherfucking elder. Even Dr. King said, uh, everybody all uh, what do you call all skin folk ain't kin folk. Fuck him. And y'all can say I'm being disrespectful, but I don't give a flying fuck because the thing about it, man, we got to speak out on people like this, man, who's polluting the people. Like Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the ten percenter, that nigga is a ten percenter. Leading the eighty-five percent in the wrong fucking direction. You see, we got a five percenters like what we trying to do over here. Five percenters ring the bell like they had on the final call. We blowing the fucking trumpets, and you trying to throw the banana in the trumpet pipe so we can't goddamn it sound the trumpet. Come on, man. Fuck Al Sharpton, man. We we gonna keep playing this game. Fuck Al, them man. Al ain't shit, and I mean that shit. Y'all, you say I'm disrespectful. Y'all can stop listening to this motherfucking show. I don't really, frankly, I don't give a fuck right now because I'm we gonna not gonna keep on letting with the community, man. Because he ain't doing shit. He hadn't did shit. That's why. Would be what have they done? And we could disagree, like I said, disagree with the king. That's that's fine. A lot of stuff he did, but still, what have they done? today and this day and time to help black folks. The black caucus was sitting up there talking about, well, we, we ain't gonna meet with Donald Trump because, you know, such and such and this and that. That ain't helping black people. That ain't helping nobody at all. Just sitting up there with sitting on your hand. That, come on, man. That's some bullshit. How are we gonna play this game? We gonna call so, these motherfuckers so right. like I, to be, man. I, I really and agree I mean, with that one. Yeah, we got to call them out, man. Fuck taking up for them bitches. Every man, fuck that shit. If you don't agree, I just always thought that always you thought they should have met with them. They should have. I always thought but they, they should have sat down. Because, yeah, even Dr. King sat down with some old racist what, presidents and stuff. You know? have, and they got shit did. That's all I'm saying. And that's right. That's did. right, bro. So that's right. I agree with you on that side right there. I definitely agree. nothing done for us. Not at all. They that's right. That's right. See, that's the they could have got like, something done. They could, they they could have if they would have sat down. Yep. So we don't have our keep people a year after year, month after month, keep hollering. They racist. We, they ain't giving us no justice, no peace. That's because they know you, you going by the wrong way. You got people. They, they living good. They that's worried right. about you. They living in gated communities. Right. They got bodyguards and everything. They ain't worried about uh, uh, police, uh, you know, a stereotyping them or got to worry about the police brutality. They ain't got to worry about that. I want to play this song right here, right fast, before we get out of here. This is, man, I want to play this song called we, I'm, I'm uh, Black and I'm Proud. This was a song by Jamal Malton featuring Empress uh, uh, Sekhmet, uh, uh, I Empress Sekhmet, excuse me. And y'all can find this song right here on uh, 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 SoundCloud. It's called Black and I'm Proud, man. Jamal M. Let me slow it down. Jamal Moulton featuring I Empress Setmek. Y'all remember her? Yeah, man. Black Power. So let me play this song, man. Black and I'm Proud. If I die in police custody, I do not suicide.
get that in there next time, man. I want to get that in the loop next time, because I want y'all to hear that one, man. But, um, they had it on Sarnetta TV. Y'all can hear it on Sarnetta's channel as well, man. I like that one, man. I'm black and I'm proud. We got to be. And, but the thing here, man, I gotta get ready to get out of here. Um, the thing here, man, we got to make a change, listen, brother. We can't keep going in the, in the way we're going. We can't let keep allowing these artificial, these flea-flicking ass, um, so-called movements out here, you know, to keep like these Black Lives Matter, man, they, look, <laughs> that's a joke. That's a real jokey joke. I seen a video where they had a, one of the, the former Black Panther, original Black Panther members who was talking about Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff, man. It, it, it was a joke, too. He said it was a joke. So the thing is, though, sisters and brothers, we keep allowing ourselves to be emotionally led astray, ran amok, as Brother Malcolm said. But we got to really have some, some tangible things, some real stuff. We don't need all of this this artificial bullshit. If we're going to get it, we're going to get it. We got to have the real deal. We don't need no generic. We don't need no knockoff. We got to have a real one because we're going to keep on going down this road talking about what they're doing to us. And let me tell y'all something, man. These folks is not bullshitting. They... I don't know what they got going. It may be a civil war. There was an article came out, um, and it did happen in the news where they had the police talking about it's going to be a civil war. Yeah, he said it's going to be a civil war, and he was talking about I can't wait. I can't wait to start. He said, man, we're going to start slaughtering these mother because the N word. We're going to start shooting the N word down and slaughter them. He said, God knows I can't wait. This is where we at. Man, y'all don't see there's numerous of videos that's going around and instances what's happening now, man. The, the super really racist people, man. This this has been in them. They've been waiting on this moment. They've been coming at our people, man. And number one, you got the, and I'm going to say like Malcolm said, you got the liberals, and I blame them, that he has this, this thing going around like black people are finna take over the world. And they are making these white folks think they about to lose their power. So they are coming after a lot of our people, man. This industry they ain't got nothing to do with it. They don't even know what the hell is going on in the world. But they thinking they got white people coming at them, you know, shooting at them, calling them in. Because of the game that these punk-ass liberals and these, these, these diabolical – I'm going to say globalists. I'm just not going to say liberals. These globalists are planned, man. Because that's what it truly is. It's a fight between the globalists, the you know, the leaders' powers are at odds with each other for power. 
and control. So it ain't really a, a democratic thing or a republic thing. It's a globalist thing and basically a nationalist thing. Not when I say that nationalist, I'm not talking about no goddamn uh, clan nationalist. But y'all understand the in-depth thing that's really going on. And it's all about control, agendas, and shit that's going on. We can't get this gender passed because this dude ain't on. He's not with our program. He ain't with our clique. So we got to get him out of there because he's not going to sign into the law. He's not going to sign this bill to get our immorality in, in, in the new law of the land. We need a, somebody like Barack who just a stroke of a pen and put this immorality in law and make y'all got to live with it. See, that's, that, it, it's deeper that it, ain't, it, ain't, it has nothing truly to do with a damn Donald Trump or uh, a Joe Biden. It's, it's about an agenda. It's about a plan. What's, what's really going on? It's deeper than that. So when they keep you focused on the racism, the racism, I tell y'all, this is the easy game to play with black people, man, about racism, the racism, the, the Klan is coming down the street on his horse and buggy. You looking so big, and you really, and that's what, because they know, man, that is real sensitive to us. It's like anything about you molesting a child that's sensitive to a person. So they know racism with us is real sensitive. So that's the easy thing to keep black people distracted with. Because of that, and we don't, and we and we won't focus on the real issues because somebody, as long as I keep telling you this person is racist, that person is racist, you're not gonna real, you're not really gonna look into what they are trying to. Do. I didn't know there was a lot of stuff. It was a, another clip they had, and uh, and that uh, I was listening to. I didn't know a lot of the bills that he passed, and a lot of things that had been done for the help the what we call African-American community. I didn't even know a lot of things. See, we don't even hear about it because we should be as a hearing CNN and all of these other uh, outlets talk about racist, the racist, the racist, the racist. So you're not going to hear anything else. And anyway, again, when I would hold, like I said, going with the Black Caucus, right, I would hold his feet to the fire because if you came out and told me, like you're saying, running for president, what do y'all have to lose? Y'all, you know, hey, your, your community... It's like a war zone. Uh, your, this day, your, your unemployment rate is this way. What do you have to lose? And we should be like, you know what? Shit, you ain't fucking lying. So I tell you what. No, you ain't just going to get out, folks. I tell you what. We got an agenda or we got a um, we got a plan. We need you. Here's what we want from you. Like the Black Caucus would have said. I told y'all in that man, the Black Caucus, I would have had, look, let's do a press conference. I would have came up with, with some kind of plan. They could have came up with something they wanted to call for the black community. And Obama said, well, I'm the president. I, I can't do just for black people. I'm not just the president of black people. I'm the president for all people. Well, well, okay, well, we understand that. But, you know, here's something where we do need, though. We do need this, man, because if we are people here in America as citizens, and we don't sometimes we don't get treated as such, but we need something. So the Black Caucus come up with a you know, a plan or a blueprint or something, take it to him since you say, okay, Trump, uh, since you say, uh, what do we have to lose? Okay, we're going we're gonna to ride with you for a minute. Here's what we need. I came out with a national press, a press conference, came out there and, and made his ass agree to it on national television some goddamn well. You know, because he loved it. He, he, he loved the spotlight, right? 
He wanna because he wanna. He said, I, I can do more for you than Barack Obama. I'd have put his ass on the spotlight. Bring a master to television. Okay, this is this is what we want. I was a black caucus. I would have read out everything that we want for the black community. Read it out and look at him. Maybe, maybe I would have presented it to him so he could have read the motherfucker. Then we'd have went to the press conference and said, Hey, look, this is what he wanted. If he was signed it, if he signed it, and that's it. Cool. Even if he had to say, well, let me get back on it. I got to read it or whatever. Like I said, I get back with y'all on it. And then he didn't come out and do it. I said, hey, look, y'all know we was on national television. Y'all seen it. Now, this is what we gave to him. And he never did get back with us. He didn't sign it. See, now he asked y'all, what can I do for y'all? What y'all got to lose? See, now this is a mother y'all don't want to deal with. He ain't X, Y, Z. So this is what I would have did. Instead of just sitting back on your hands and say, I'm not going to deal with him. That that don't work. That's not doing nothing for us. That's not doing nothing for the black community. If you're supposed to be work, uh oh. Hello, Tess. Okay, this damn thing acting the fool. But if you're supposed to be working on behalf, I'm here to get out of here because this thing is acting real crazy. If you're working on the behalf on the half of your constituents, you need to be going up there not feeling. Getting in your goddamn feeling because your constituents send you there to represent them. So you need to be representing the people that put you there, not worried about your little funky ass feelings. If y'all hired me to do a job for y'all, I don't go plant some plants or something. This is the plants y'all gave me to plant. Well, I can't tell y'all I don't like them plants. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna plant those plants. No, LJ, I don't like them plants. Peace of my good brother LJ. I don't like them plants, man. I ain't, I'm not going to put that down there. Man, you paid me to plant these plants. I'm going to plant them whether I like them or not. It ain't about me. You paid me to do this. I'm going to put that because this is what you gave me to plant. So the people put your funky ass up there and represent them, represent the goddamn people. Whether you like this person or not, Fuck that. Put your feelings aside. Because white people, some people, some white people don't like each other. But they come together for a common cause to get shit done. So it's time for a regime change, as they say, and get them punk ass, boule ass Negroes out of the fucking way. We don't need black action figures. We don't need just black uh, uh, faces. I'd rather have a goddamn white man sitting in that spot that'll do something that's going to do something because he might just lie. To, he might just want the pat on the back like Trump. Trump just wanted just to pat on the back to say, look what I did. Long as didn't have a Negro sitting his raggled ass there and say, well, we got the first black so-and-so, but he ain't did nothing for us. I would rather have a starch out fucking racist up there that maybe he, he will fuck around and do something to help black folks. Just so he can have bragging rights. But only thing we give a fuck about, hey, we got what we wanted. You can brag all you want. We don't give a damn. We got what we wanted. Then I have this Negro sitting up there. Well, see, I'm the first black mayor of Pig Knuckle, Mississippi. And, but then, and, and sit there the whole time and do nothing. I, I, we don't need that. We don't, we don't need that anymore as, for, as a people, man. The first black, we don't, we don't need that shit. Ah, oh, we got a black representative. Nigga, if you the representative, you represent us. Let me say it again. If you are a representative, represent the people. 
We don't need you to sit your raggedy ass in a seat just getting money. I can get a homeless person off the street to just sit there in that motherfucking spot. Just we, we can do that. I can go there and sit there. Shit, and just sit there. I don't probably don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can just go and sit there and go into the meetings and say yay or nay, but don't know what the hell I'm saying yay or nay for. I can do that. But we have to have proper representation. We have to have people to speak to the interests of us, of, of us, man, and what we need. Not just go along just to get along. That shit is over with. It's been over with. We're going to continue, uh, continue to keep being in the situation that we are because we don't have representation who's truly there to speak on our behalf. They're only going to speak or be there for their betterment. That's it. Let me let me get ready to get out of here, but I'm going to read this part one more time from my good brother, man, uh, uh, Rudolph uh, Windsor. He said that after the black man has been torn away from the umbilical cord of Mother Africa, brought to America and divinity of his history, culture, and language, some of the black leaders directed and steered the black masses toward the road of assimilation and extreme integration into every hostile aspect of American life rather than directing black people towards uh, excuse me uh, uh, instead of directing the black people to construct their own thriving community and business so this is what Al and people like that are doing they only leading us down to continue and keep leading us and steering us and guiding our people down the road to us. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match Requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.